You are now listening to the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Somebody say oh my and give them dog six. What's up, sons? Welcome in to the long-awaited episode of the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. This one is two months in the making. Welcome back. Welcome back. Vic, what up? We've been marinating on some ideas. We've had some time to think things through. We've had plenty of don't be that guys, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, and we're back. We are back. We were on maternity leave. Paternity. Yeah, paternity, paternity yeah. leave. I on... made that mistake the other day. I, I said maternity leave. And it was unfortunately at the district office with some very high Rankings. ranking and officials that uh, helped me get a paycheck every two weeks. So that wasn't my finest moment. I hear uh, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm new to this game. That's my right. New, it's my hey, first kid. We've been on a eight-week paternity leave because our man Vickers had, it was not paid time off. Well, I should say his wife did the work. Yeah, he was. There. It was maternity leave. Honestly, that's why I wanted to retort and say like, no, this is this was maternity leave. I had. I'm trying to just do whatever I can, and uh, I'm doing that poorly. But I'm doing it. I'm doing it at a hundred percent. Well, I'm sure everyone would want to congratulate you on the birth of Archibald Manning, <laughs> Le Jonathan Luke Vickers the yes, fourth. Yes. About four people will get that joke, but I love it. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, that that's the birth certificate. It was a lot of characters had to uh, put the font a little bit smaller than most for their birth certificate signature. But yeah, I'm a father now. That's right. Lot, lots of lack of sleep. We've all been there. Many of us have been there. Those were the days. I bet you drove home real slow, didn't you? My goodness. Yeah, that's I, right. You know, I've, I've, I've been a big, and I, and I guess this was a blind spot for me, um, and I'm not sure how you are. I, I'm a big, like, roundabout guy mm-hmm. where, like, it says yield you don't have to stop so like that, that's always been a pet peeve of yep. mine yeah you know so i've always been very particular about that but yeah now because we're going to gainesville and back like every single day it seemed like for a three-week stretch and so then we had to have a child in the back of the car and my goodness that was just nerve yeah by the third one man you don't care as much anymore you just kind of do your thing you just act normal so mm-hmm. you'll get there yeah. don't worry yeah. about it you'll get there but in any event hey it's been a long time I don't know that we've done, done an episode since baseball and softball season started. We got track regionals. <laughs> Seems like it, yeah. I mean, so it, it's been a minute. So we are coming back at a good time, though, because we've got spring football kicking off. So we'll talk yep. a little bit about that. Very Swanee heavy. I mean, you could probably go back to our last episode, and I was going to sing the praises of, of Link Jarrett and the Florida State baseball team. Well, that's turned. Yeah. That's turned. They do take on the Mercer Bears this weekend, though. I will be in attendance tomorrow night. Tallahassee. So, so it's a weekend series. Three-gamer, yeah. Wow. Mercer, I think Mercer's got a shot to win Really? Thing, so they maybe. have a non-conference series this late in the year? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's the matter at this point? Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Mercer might be favored. They might be. So Florida sweeps Florida State in baseball. Shocking for the 17th straight year, it seems like. At least Florida State softball. We are relying yeah. on our women's sports, yeah. as you guys used to do. Yeah. You know, we are That's relying on that for... We got the sweep, the Lady Knowles, which they're really, really good. So They are. They are. Yeah. You know, I, I went, and we can get into it in a little while, but I, I just found, like, this interesting fact about Florida and Florida State. Where really, maybe it wasn't a fact, but I, just, just something I found interesting. So we can get to that 
uh, at some point in time. Is it really a sweep, though, if it's just two games? I mean, I understand it is. You know, you won every contest we had this yeah. year. But I feel like a sweep has to be has like to be three an games? odd number. Yeah, yeah, like three games. Yeah, I would agree. And that, that's something that, that's been a running theme since we ever started this podcast where, yeah, you know, yeah. whenever we were splitting the series, these last two years hasn't worked out where Florida State's taken both of them. But I, I've always been a big component of having that third decisive game. Well, and I always... Hasn't mattered the last two years again because the first two games have been won by Florida State. Florida, Florida, Florida State in both baseball and softball has really let us down, and I think we've made that known that we would like to see the baseball weekend series. Would love to see a three-game weekend series for softball as well. There's no yeah. reason we can't pull this off. Yeah. I mean, softball plays 900 games. They go to all these tournaments. Let's just get a three-gamer, you know, one year in tally, one year in Gainesville. This isn't difficult, guys. Yeah, we could, we could very easily we could figure, figure this, out. this out. Yeah. We can figure this out. So, anyway, jumping into the Swanee, we'll start off with the good stuff. Uh, track and field yesterday, congratulations to Will Wainwright. Winner of the Javelin at the Class 2A Region 1 meet yesterday at the University of North Florida. Will will advance to state. Um, really close. Got it on his third attempt, and so good for him. Did a great job. He also placed in the discus and in the shot put. And um, be back at UNF on the May the 18th for state. And so congratulations to Will. I think we also have a chance for a couple of others to maybe sneak into state. Um, Kayliana Cuffey finished eighth in the disc- discus. And in the shot put, uh, Clay Starlin, he's in the mix for an at-large bid with a fifth place in the 400 hurdles. And um, he was 14th in the pole vault. And Traden Derrico, sixth in the triple jump. And Sam Wainwright placed eighth in the discus. So another thing on the Wainwrights, heard they're back out there for football. Good news. We'll get Good. to that shortly. Right. Absolutely. And um, so, yeah, that was kind of the, the top finishers at regionals, which really wraps us up besides those that will advance to state for the track season. So congratulations to all of them. And um, this is be our first and last update on track, so we do apologize. Yeah. But, hey, we're not getting paid, so, you know, you take what you can get. And, and something with that, and you'll too. you'll like it. And something with that, too, Hunter, you, you, you look up and down and you're seeing a, a lot of personal bests, a lot of personal records. So, of course, we, we talked about it with swimming or any number of kind of sports where you, it's kind of an individual sport. You want to be performing your best at the tail end of the year. Mm-hmm. And when you're going up against your best competition at a district setting, at a regional setting, Theoretically, that should bring out the best in you. So it's nice to see personal best, personal records, and even a couple school records being mixed in there as well. Yeah. So, so that that's great. And again, that that's our one update so far. But we will, I guess, follow up when we have another one in two, two and a half months. Did when you we record see? Again. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the the Facebook post? And I mean, I don't know if it was real or not. I'm assuming it's real. Where like the district track meet in Texas. Where in the hundred meters, yeah. like ten six, got you eight, eight place. place. Like ridiculous. You know, it, it could be fake, but I could totally believe it. At the same yeah, time. I mean, it, those are it, some it, big schools, and they spend a lot. Yeah, of money. yeah. I would say if there was one state that that like you know you just took a picture of the board and said this was a high school in, sanctioned event <laughs> in what state? It, Texas. Texas. Hundred percent time. Yes, Texas. Absolutely. All right, so I'll let you lead us off with baseball, softball, and then we can kind of jump into it from there. Well, so the baseball team, they had their district tournament here recently. They came out and had a big victory over Gadsden County with yeah. a 21 to 0 victory. I think they scored 15 or 16 in the first inning and you yeah. know put the kids to bed real early in that one. Yeah. Unfortunately, the next night or a couple nights after that, they did they were defeated by the Wakulla War Eagles 7 to 3 and that will put a conclusion on their season. Yeah. And I mean, hey, God bless seniors, um yep. Ethan, Easton and Braxton. Thank them for all the hard work. Guys had a chance to go to a Final Four, which not a lot of uh, baseball players from Swanee can say. Sure. So congratulations to them. You know, obviously it wasn't the senior year they wanted to have through no fault of their own in many ways. But, um, yeah, man, it is what it is. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about it at length. Won't rehash all of it. 
But uh, the future is bright. I will say that. The future Absolutely. is very bright. Yeah. And I think the future, I think the youth movement starts next year. And don't say that to be mean. Don't say that other anything other than if you were to ask me, and I'm being honest with you, if yeah. the over-under was five freshmen and sophomores starting next year, I'd take the over. I would right too. Now. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, older guys can go prove me wrong. There's no doubt. I hope they do. Go prove me wrong because yeah. that will mean we're doing really, really well. Yeah. Because in the ideal world, in a perfect world, you would love for ninth graders to get a year on JV, even really good ones, mm-hmm. if your program is where you want it to be. But I just, you know, I think having watched a lot of baseball this year, um, you're going to have a hard time keeping some of those guys off the field next year. Yeah. So we shall see. Yeah, I, I think you're you're spot on with that. We talked about how good this middle school team was. And yeah. so those. And those, Lopez stepped right in this year. Yeah, great year yeah. And so those younger guys are going to be the future of it. And yeah. it, like you said, it's just, it's hard to keep them off the field. You know, you talk about. I think the one position that you could maybe say keep a guy on the bench a little bit longer is it like a quarterback? You would say like, you know you sure, don't want, you don't sure, want to sure, break sure. the the mental more than the physical side of right. them. But I really don't see any harm in just go ahead and get some kids. Maybe pitchers you can have the same approach as maybe you would a quarterback. But any kind of field player, get them out there. Yeah, you know, I mean, just, you, just get them out. There. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's it's tough because you're right. They're going to go face varsity pitching, and that's going to obviously be a huge step up. And so you don't want to hurt confidence if they do struggle. Now, baseball's a game of failure. I have the same conversation with 10-year-olds. Yeah. So, I mean – Three out of ten gets you into the Hall of Fame. Right. And so, yeah, it's just a matter of – I think that's something the coaching staff's going to have to determine. Are these guys mentally ready to deal with yeah, the Yeah, that's a good point. That come Take with. it a case-by-case basis on Sure, sure, because you're going to have – a lot of these guys, especially in the last couple of years at the school level, I don't know about the, the travel level or whatever – haven't experienced a lot of failure. There's been a mm-hmm. lot of good. They've mm-hmm. won a lot of games. They've played really, really well. So that first taste of failure at the varsity level or what is, what pro, the, what prolonged failure, yeah, a week's worth of failure, mm-hmm. two weeks' worth of failure, what does that do mm-hmm. to you? And, I mean, hey, a lot of that, man, I think you just got to go play. Um, guy that I played with, Ryan Stovall, got in that same situation, was thrown in there probably before he was ready mm-hmm. but responded and was mentally tough as they came and, you know, had a great career. So – you know, I think you just take – I think the best play – you go get the best nine, man. Yeah, go, you go get the best nine yep. and go from there. This isn't yep. rake ball. This isn't – you know, everybody gets to play. We're not giving out participation trophies. No, nope, no. Like you said, just put your best nine out there and live with the results. And yeah. If maybe, maybe every now and then take them off the field because, I mean, you're kind of seeing that even – at, I, I follow college baseball a lot closer than I do Major League Baseball, but there's a couple of freshmen, true freshmen, that Florida is heavily relying on. Yep. And every now and then you'll see Sully dial it back. It's more of a midweek game more so than a, a weekend series, especially now that with, with SEC play the way it is. But sometimes he'll give Cade Curlin, uh, which is our second baseman, he'll give him a night off on the, on, mm-hmm. on you know one of the, the Tuesday games you know against Florida A&M or whoever it may be. Just give him a chance to sit back. And then he's back in the you know, six or seven hole or sometimes at the leadoff spot. And he's back to having a successful night. So, again, you could kind of see the same thing happening with some of these younger players. Well, and you I also, trust Justin Bruce and his staff to figure out you also what they need have, to do. You also have, you get 25 games. It doesn't yeah. say what those 25 games have to be. So, yeah, like you're saying, if it's going to be a game where we want to get some veteran guys an opportunity, well, hey, maybe these guys play a, a JV game or two this week. Yeah, You absolutely. can do that. You're that right. used to be a really normal thing. And then somewhere along the lines we got out of it, where it was like, no, you have to be one or the other. Well, you don't. You can go play, you know, five or six JV games and play 19 varsity games. I mean, you get 25 games. So you want them to get reps and you want them to to have the opportunity to be successful. Get the guys out there on the field. So, like, if if you've got a freshman playing and and maybe he is going to be an arm you rely on, but he's not ready for varsity, well, maybe you let him go pitch on JV and then come up and hit on varsity. Yeah. 
So, you know, you can do that. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a million ways you can manage it. Right. And again, like, like I just said a few minutes ago, I, I trust Justin Bruce to figure it out and, and manage these kids the best way that he can. Sure. And, I mean, it's yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but, you know, I think it's uh, it's going to be good. It's going to yep. be good. It's going to be good in short order. Yep, good in short order. And I guess that wraps up baseball season for, yeah. for the year. At, you know, uh, kind of kind of went how we maybe anticipated. Yeah, yeah. Not saying anything bad. Just that's, no, I mean, that, it was what it was. That, that kind of was, was expected. Was. Uh, so switching over to softball, uh, Mariana, which is a, just a powerhouse of a team, they defeated the Lady Dogs 11-1 to in the first round of their district tournament. So Mariana came into the, to, to the game 22-2. and Yeah. Very good team. So 11-1 final score. Now, you know, we still have a shot at regionals, correct? I, I do. I don't know about that. I think we do because, yeah. you know, you have the at-large. The at-large, yes. I think we were the six or the seven, so I don't know how much that will hurt us. Mm-hmm. And so maybe still a chance, I think, for the playoffs for the girls. Yeah, and, and you know, if you're looking at at-large bid, the way that we close the season, you, you're leaving a lot on the table. A couple close losses here. I mean, you go into extra innings and you lose versus Brantford. 3-0 versus Madison County. 10-7 versus Santa Fe. You're looking at some really close games that – if you're looking at an at-large bid, you really would like those those yeah. couple run games to swing into your favor. Because again, if you're at an at-large bid, you want the best resume you can have. So having some of these losses, especially late in the year too, yeah, you know that's kind of you know you kind of say like recency bias. You know, it's like well, you're only as good as your record shows, and if your record shows you've lost what five of the last six games going into a district yeah, tournament where you get run ruled oh man that that looks you know that that's not desirable to say the least and i think i think i'll just i mean being honest i think our strength <laughs> of schedule kind of hurt us you know we did yeah. now not through our fault you know you think you schedule buholtz and gainesville you think you're getting yeah. quality opponents and yeah. they just happen to be down this year but <laughs> i think certainly coach gaby as he goes forward i think you know will play into that trying to make sure you know, you're going to give yourself the best chance. Well, how do you do that? You're going to have to play some tougher teams. And if you, even if you don't get a win, still helps you because you're mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. that level of competition. So. Yeah. And I think a lot of this year was almost similar to what the baseball team was. Softball was finding their way. Yeah. Now, with the baseball team, we had an established coach and we, we knew what we we're getting with that. It was kind of, okay, how is this roster makeup going to gel together and what would that potentially look like? With the softball team, you got Coach Gaby, who's brand new at the at the high school level. Mm-hmm. You know, no 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 new face as far as coaching softball. Great at that, but at the high school level, this is new to him. So coming together with these girls and trying to to gel, you you, you kind of yeah. you, you this this has been the most encouraging season we've had from softball for the last couple. Well, of years, you I would got say. you know what do you have to have in softball to be successful? You have to have a good pitcher. Yeah. So Gracie Watley's a freshman. She's only going to get better and better and better. Absolutely. And so you know, you, this certainly again, you got a very bright future. And with softball more so than baseball, you could ride that arm. Absolutely. It's a lot safer for the pitch count to get higher yeah. up and and to have them come back out. You know, on a you know not necessarily back to back nights, but more frequently than what you would see one of the baseball pitchers being ran sure. out of there. Sure. Absolutely. So then we got uh, spring football kicking off. Yeah. So all the boys went. Yeah, came that's in exciting. And, and well, I guess one thing we forgot to mention too, we had a signing day where Braxton Green and a number of other individuals. I know Maddie Carr and a few. If yeah. We try to sit here and Brandon try to name Robinson each one. Of them. Yep. And uh, Z Owens and oh gosh, we're gonna forget one. I know we're we're in trouble now because we started name dropping, but we we had a few different student athletes signed yeah. signed the other day to to pursue. Uh, what we have weightlifting, we have football. Bronson Tillerson was one. Bronson Tillerson, that was it. There uh, yeah, we go. Yeah, so, QB so, one. Yep. So we. we oh, got, you got it. Good job. Yep. So congratulations to those student athletes, and best of luck at the next level. That's right. But yeah, yeah spring football back in the air. It's it's kind of hard to believe. 
Yeah, man. It's just time has really gotten away from from me from us on this podcast. But yeah, well, we're gonna play at Dixie County in a little bit of a jamboree style. Yeah, jamboree Thursday, May the eighteenth. So I'm gonna try to get down there and watch. So we play Dixie for a half, and I think we're playing North Florida Educational Institute for a half. We to put it nicely, we will not learn anything about our team. I don't think we will. No, I don't think we will. Now, but then again, you know, so we we're back to where we were a couple years ago. Last year we didn't have this problem. Who's going to be the quarterback? That's going to be the question. Yeah. Obviously, what are your options? Well, you got Cody Lang. Um, do you mm-hmm. want to? Do you want to play Cody at quarterback when he's so valuable at safety yeah. and so valuable at wide receiver? I don't know. I think he was too much of an X factor, too much of a difference maker to to put that back into it. And I really hope this doesn't come out wrong. It Cody is a read and react and just kind of go kid. Where yeah. I think if you make him think a little too much, it slows down just his natural ability to be an athlete. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying maybe uh, maybe you don't have a package for him. And listen, if Cody has to play quarterback in the spring game, that doesn't necessarily mean Cody's going to be the quarterback in the fall mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're looking at guys who have played quarterback who are on the roster. Mm-hmm. Cody. <laughs> so, I mean, unless we've got somebody who End we don't list. know about, yeah. or you're going to go again with a freshman like we just talked about, ah, you know, mm-hmm. ooh. So, or – you know, there is the portal. I was going to say, do you, do you, you dip into got the, the transfer portal? portal. Yeah. Um, it worked out with Tillotson for it sure. Did. It did. And so, you know, it's funny how we always love transfers when they come to us, but not when they leave us. It's weird how that happens. Yeah. And I, I think any level Knowles, you could say yeah, that. Yeah. Knowles, Florida, the, Florida State, you know, Swanee. Don't really have to worry about that in the NFL. No. Uh, but, you know, it does sting when Arden Key leaves Jacksonville and intentionally signs with the Titans because – he wants to play the Jaguars twice a year because he doesn't feel like he got a very good offer. But that's neither here nor there. One other thing for Swanee before we close everything up. Coach Shear, Coach Shear for the third time in a row. Oh, yeah, man. That was one thing. Wash, that, wash rinse, repeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just uh, state titles yeah, and just Coach of the Year. So, you know, you, you get a ring, you get a trophy, and we'll see you again next year. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that's what she said whenever she accepted yeah, the award. Yeah, the boys, the boys um, man, I don't know if we mentioned boys yeah, weightlifting. Yeah, yeah. Got I'm not sure title, if we did or not, but that title for uh, them Olympic as well. title, and then finished second in traditional. Man, they just do a great job. I mean, we could sing the praises all day, but um, who was uh, – we're going we're gonna to do name dropping again. Let me just say this. I know – I think he won a state title, but there was a picture of Quavy, and I was like, God, at the dude's quads. I mean, yeah. jeez almighty. Yeah. And he's going to be running the rock force this year. We don't – we can talk about the quarterback. We know who's going to run the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That, you can say the same thing with uh, the Florida Gators. We're not sure about the quarterback spot, how good they are, or how, <laughs> what we're going to expect from them, but we know who's going to tote it. Yeah, who is that, Montrell? Or Montrell Johnson and, and Travis Etienne. Oh, yeah, Etienne. Yeah, yeah. About or Trevor. Jeez, I still don't even know. Trevor. An Etienne brother. Trevor. I want Trevor. to root for one on Saturday, and I want to root for the next one on Sunday. And that's how I get to do it. I hope the one on Saturday doesn't win a game, and I hope the one on Sunday goes undefeated. That's not surprising. Yeah. You, you want to talk about the Jaguars in their draft? You got anything to say about that? No, I mean, it was, you know, hey, it was nice picking in the 20s, you know, not picking in the top 10. It's it, yeah, fun. that's what um, I was going to say. It was neat to not be excited about the draft. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I mean, what are you going to, you can't, the draft is so fickle, man, even the first round. Like, I was looking at something the other day and who got their fifth-year option picked up and who didn't from Did the draft you, four years ago. It was, it was like a, half and half. It was a record low. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this so year has been incredibly low. And I say this year for, again, for, a crap the, for four years you're from gonna, now. Yeah. You're going to have guys who didn't get drafted be all pros, and you're going to have first-round picks who flame. And, I mean, and we're one of them. Caleb Von Chason was yeah. one of our first-round yeah. picks that year. And, and we didn't yeah, use we that. Yeah, we haven't been And talking. I think that was one of the first-round picks we got in the Jalen Ramsey trade. 
Yeah, because we picked that C.J. Was, that, Henderson that and him was, at the same time. Yeah, so again, you're not a good, at, not a good, draft. not not good. Yeah, you, know, you 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 think getting a corner and getting a defensive end that those are very important positions. But yeah, if you if you swing and miss on them, it doesn't really matter. So yeah, I mean, so to answer your question, well, we got protection for Trevor in the first round. We got another tight end in the second round. Something I was a big Darnell Washington guy just because he's a freak of an athlete. Yeah. from Georgia. But I mean, you know, there seemed to be some concern mad. about his knee. So I, I get I that. And you kind of see, like, our, our – to act like you under, understand anything about offensive line play, I'm, I'm not here for. Unless we had Coach Braun on or someone <laughs> like that, I am not here to act like I understand anything about the tackle position. But yeah. a lot of people were high on the guy that we got from Oklahoma, sure. so, so we're good with that. I think our second and third round picks, you're kind of seeing guys that they, they did as much as they could within the offense that they were asked for. You, had, you look at a tight end from Penn State. Kind of was not the best quarterback position there. Which makes not, really not, like not, it. Yeah, not really the best offense around him either, but had a lot of upside when he had the opportunities that he got. Same thing with Tanks Bigsby. That offensive line, again, I'm going to act like I understand well, offensive line. He was great as a freshman. Auburn was terrible around him. That team was god-awful around him. And he was still ripping off runs. You know, one of the things that they said was a weakness of his is he kind of like would look for the big play or like not really. It's like, well, dude, look what was around him. He had to hit the big play yeah. because – who else was going to do it? So I, I think in a limited role that we will ask him to be behind ETN and uh, Dearness Johnson, I think that was a good free agent signing that we had as well. I think he will be very good for what we ask of him. He'll be a little bit more of the thunder to ETN's lightning. So yeah. I, I thought I thought the draft was like you said, not as exciting because it wasn't it wasn't Trayvon Walker at number one. It wasn't Trevor Lawrence at number one. Yeah. It was an offensive tackle at. Pick I mean, there was, there was a lot of guys. But yeah. There were three or two guys that I would have been fine with at the end of the first round. Or, I'm sorry, even after that. Like, I would have been fine with several. Like, if they'd have picked Nolan Smith, I'd have been fine with yeah. that. Uh, Brian Branch. If he would have been okay with them maybe trading up into the second. Because we had so I many picks. We would. Yeah, we had so many picks later in the draft. I thought maybe you could group a couple of those and move round up, four, move round five picks. Spots, and then, yeah. yeah, say, okay, let's move up to – uh, early second round, late second round, and kind of get a guy that's slipping a little bit. But again, it was exciting to not be excited about yeah, the draft. And, it was all good, and, and yeah, we got we got a lot to look forward to. It was all good, man. It was all good. You know, when we were um, off like a couple months ago, I had an idea for a new segment. Not only have um, don't be that guy, which I've got one. I got, I got but a few. Yeah. well, of course you have a few. It's been too much. But a couple <laughs> months ago, I had an idea for one called "Get Off My Lawn." And now I can't remember my, what my get off my lawn was going to be. It probably had something to do with baseball celebrations crap because we have gotten to a point in college baseball, TJ. I don't know if you watch a lot of college baseball. It's like no one can do anything anymore. The new thing, we've moved on from the acting like we cured cancer because we hit a double. Mm-hmm. You know, we get out there mm-hmm. and shoot arrows and do all that. Mm-hmm. Now it's like anything we do, we have to stare down the other team and just totally yeah. douchebag it up. Yeah. I don't. I might be doing a get off my lawn right now. I mean, I know like I harp You're on this. You're talking yourself into one. I yeah. harp on this, man. It is so bad. It's like, well, I mean, the dude uh, from Florida, Neely, got ejected for staring I, down the Georgia dugout. I was, I was interested. So, what what are your thoughts on that? I hate it. What, what do you think that was worthy of an actual ejection? Because it's me, yeah. Like in the state of college baseball now, probably not because of how okay, everybody yeah, I'm acts. Glad you said that, yeah. but but for me, like as. Are we, no, I'm not even saying he should be ejected. I'm saying somebody should come out of the Georgia dugout and say, come get some, let's freaking go. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm okay with that. Or just somebody should wear one between the shoulder blades and then I'm, let's go. Again, I'm okay because, with like, that as well. Because, like, dude, this taunting crap has just totally 
man, it has gotten out of control. Well, I mean, I, it is nonstop. Yeah, and I, and I agree. And if we're graded on the Tennessee Volunteer Curve. Oh, yeah. You can't, their nothing. whole team should be that, ejected every game. I hate them. Nothing. I yeah, hate them. That's em. awful. You know, the way that they act, that, that, that's over the top. So that's why I think you're seeing too much policing in the college baseball game where one of my don't be that guys was the guy that ejected Brandon Neely. I don't think that was warranted at all. Yes, he somewhat was looking at the Georgia Duggan, but all he said was come on twice. You have seen an infinite number of things more inappropriately said towards other teams dug well, and the one thing i'll so i'll follow this up with so the one the one hiccup florida has had this year we went to the road we went on the road a couple weeks ago and south carolina swept us yeah so they have a very good pitch staff. i mean the whole team is very very good yeah, but they're tough. Their, their closer uh got the final strike on the sunday series and then looked over at our dugout and goes one two three you know, and so, so, so yeah, it's like, okay, like I understand if you don't want someone to do that, don't let, don't no, allow this, that's but, but, crap. but no, but here's the thing. So, okay. So if Brandon Neely is going to look and say, come on to the Georgia dugout as he's walking off the field, then that kid deserves a four game suspension too. 100%. So, so how, how are we going to justify this? How are we going to police this? We need to shut it all down. And, and you know, you could say, because uh, apparently there was at some point in time, the, the, the Florida and Georgia game going back to the Brandon Neely game in particular, both teams were warned. It, it wasn't it like because I was watching the broadcast. It was not clear as day that both teams were warned, it, but it was stated later on that both teams had been warned. So when Neely did what he did, the warnings had already been thrown out there, and so then he himself was thrown out. Yeah, I still don't think that warranted I, a throwout, but yeah. So that's like the next weekend when he's suspended, when we really need him in a, a top four matchup versus South Carolina on the road. There's closer closes out the game like he's supposed to do, turns and looks directly at us. No, doesn't move towards his dugout. None of that. Just looks right at it and goes one, two, three. So, okay, he, that's a four-game suspension. 100%. It has gotten – and see, this is what – And that's the petty side of me. I don't think it's a suspension at all. But if you're going to suspend my guy, by God, suspend him too. And the problem is the Twitter people have gotten to the point where it's like, oh, if you don't allow him to do that, you don't like fun. No, yeah. man, that's not There's fun. a difference. Like, there's a time and a place to fist pump, to get pumped up, to let out a yell. I'm not saying – I like emotion in the game. I like my players to care and be emotional. That's not caring and being emotional. That's taunting your opponent. You know, and it's like, well, if and then the argument, well, if you don't want it, if you don't want them to do it, don't let them. No, that's not the way the game should be played. Like, and I know you see it in the major leagues too. Acuna does it. I mean, just watch Jazz Chisholm hit a home it's, run or Ronald Acuna hit a home run. It takes them 45 ridiculous. seconds to round the bases. It is, it is and every ridiculous. second there's a different celebration. And like, But I don't think you can say because somebody doesn't like that that they're now, oh, you're just – you don't like fun. You don't like, – yeah. no, nah, man, I like the pitch clock. I like that the game's going faster. I like I the competition. It. I like that Florida and Florida State hate each other. I like that. But somebody – there has the game has to police itself. It mm-hmm. really does. And people, I don't know, man. I don't like to get on this pedestal and like, well, if you didn't play, you don't understand. I don't like doing that. No. Because it doesn't matter most of the time. But, like, if you if you haven't been there and done that, like, it's hard to understand. I mean, we. I think, did I tell the story last time about we cleared benches over, like, a, somebody going, whoa. Yeah, when yeah hit, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we cleared benches. Yeah. That now is, like, could the tamest imagine, thing you would could see. Could you imagine y'all playing Tennessee? No, it'd be ugly. But you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like you know, with the with the the sheepskin jacket with the daddy hat it's just and all so that much, stuff, man. it's, it's, just it's so much. It's all look at me, look at me, look at me. That's yeah, what I yeah, don't like. Yeah, that's what I don't like. 
Get off my lawn. Now, one thing I did love, and I doubt you'll give him his flowers for this because you just hate all things Florida. Jack Caglione hit a grand slam the bottom, the next half of the inning. So Neely gets yeah, ejected. Yeah, I did see that. Neely fun. gets ejected in the top half of that the eighth fun. inning. Bottom half of the eighth inning. Jack Caglione hits an oppo taco grand slam and just goes full robot mode, does not celebrate with any of his yeah. players, his teammates, and just walks right into the dugout with his arms by his side. And they even did an interview with him afterwards. And so they were like, hey, what was that? Like, just trying to see if he would say it. He goes, you know, that was a real shame what happened to Neely, and I certainly didn't want anything to happen to me. Like, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. essentially what it was. Like, hey, that sucks that they did that to Neely, and I think that's kind of wrong. But so when, I didn't want to do anything it, to put in my When team. did, like – I don't understand not being able to get a base hit and just run and act like, hey, that's what we're we're here to get base yeah. hits. Yeah. Why do I have to act like sure. I just did something amazing when I did my job? That's all. Well, baseball, when, you know, baseball's changed a little bit. It is like you don't see base hits very much, so maybe they you should see base hits. See <laughs> Strikeouts, walks, home runs. That's God bless. <laughs> but and again, I mean, let let's look back at the names that we're talking about. Okay, so Florida is the common denominator in both of these. Florida, Georgia. Well, big, I, time, big time, big time, big time matchup. I should say a big time matchup, but like schools that hate each other. Yeah. And then the game that I'm talking but about, no, where I'm heading, Florida, South Carolina. So, I mean, so, well, I can right. watch, I can right. watch I'm, Coastal Carolina Southern Miss yeah. on a Tuesday night on but, ESPN. But Plus. I guess the only reason why I'm bringing that up is like, I think there should be a little bit more of a leash because you should understand these teams really don't like each other. You're talking about late in conference play in the ACC when Florida and Georgia are playing against each other or a, two top four teams are playing against each other as well. You should kind of understand that these games. Are going to mean a lot, and the emotions are going to run. The game high. does not have to be when I hit a home run. <clears throat> if I hit a home run and I want to jog around the base and go celebrate my teammates, that's great. Why do I have to now hit a home run? And the new thing is, I when I cross home plate, I'm going to stare down the other dugout. Yeah, screw you. Or Your like, next guy can wear one between like the shoulder blades. Like the LSU. I mean, I'm, I'm name dropping LSU. Of course, there's a lot of schools that do it. But how they do the Randy Rosarena thing, like where like they cross their arms and just like stare. Like, you know, like because yeah. he did that at the World Baseball Classic. So now that's what they do every time they hit an extra base hit. They all do that. Yeah. So the dug all the dugout oh, I mean, comes everybody's out. Everybody's got that. one. It is what yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm not Everyone's saying, got anything. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm just saying there's a line that if it you cross, like we've gone there needs to be consequences. Yeah. And I'm not saying there needs to be consequences from the umpire. I'm saying there needs to be consequences. Yeah. I think that umpire should also have gotten a four game suspension too. That's yeah. I mean, umpires. I hate all umpires. I hate them all. They yeah. suck. Yeah. And that's another thing. I got to mention this too. See, man, here I go. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Okay. I'm all for, so there was an article that came out about there's a place in New Jersey that's going to make parents, if they complain or get kicked out, make them umpire a game before they're allowed to come back, right? (laughs) That's great. That's fine. I am all about not arguing trivial thing with rec league umpires or travel Mm -hmm. ball umpires Mm -hmm. or anything like that. But let me ask you a question. Doesn't there become a point where, where a coach, me as a coach, as a coach, or as a parent, someone who has an idea about the game, doesn't there become a point where the officiating can be so poor that I'm allowed to address that this is really awful? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, that's fair, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it can't just be like, oh, oh, nope, you're not allowed to say anything ever. Oh, nope, they're umpires, they're out here. They're not volunteering, they're getting paid. So, oh, no, but you can't say anything. I think that's bullcrap too. I'm allowed to question if something's terrible, right? Mm-hmm. If something, if a rule is not being enforced correctly or the strike zone is garbage, I'm allowed to say, hey, man, Tighten up, it up. Or, up or down, we got to pick one. We can't get both, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's like, oh, well, you're arguing with umpires. You need to come umpire yourself. Well, I did. I did it for five years. But I'm not talking about myself specifically, but if a coach is out there at, I don't care, uh, let's pick a place, Valdosta Parks and Rec, 
and the guy is consistently awful, at what point does it become okay for me to go, hey, man, this is bad. Reel it in. Is there a reason why you pick about Asta? No, it's just in general. That wasn't a No, it's not a slight at anybody. I just don't <laughs> like the whole, like, just because somebody yeah. is a youth league official, we've moved to the point. I'm not saying abused officials at all. At all. I'm talking about in the very minute number of cases where something is so bad, like, at some point, we get to address it, and I shouldn't have to go umpire yeah. because yeah. I'm addressing that this is bad, and you guys need to eat. You need to improve at your job or quit doing it. I like the idea of, like, so I, I'm, I'm here for this. I like this conversation we're having. So I, I like the idea of, of visualizing you bringing, like... Do it for soccer, football. You, I don't well, care. Yeah, so I like the idea of you bringing, like, your baseball bona fides to the umpire and be like, I can say X, Y, and Z a little bit more so than she can or he can because... Well, yeah. Like, I, I like the stupid. idea of saying, like, hey, I could question this because of this, but, like, don't let them say somebody says No, I'm not saying <laughs> and I'm, that. I'm, I'm not I, saying I love that. the idea of, like, what I'm you saying have a resume is, that says, I can say this a little bit more than they can. <laughs> listen, all I'm saying... Okay, well, let's, let's say this. What did Mary play in high school? Did she swim or anything? No. Did Mary play soccer? Bad example, no. So, okay, so if you go out to Swanee Parks and Rec and you're, you're in Arch Manning, the fourth, Vickers, <laughs> is playing soccer in eight years. Yeah. Not ten years, when yeah. he gets up to where they can actually have offsides. Right, right. And you see something that is very obviously offsides and it's not called, and then the next time down the field, Mary says something about offsides that probably was wrong – well, isn't there a difference there, TJ? Yeah, there is. Okay, that's but my no, point. I, I agree. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just love the idea of like you saying, like, here's what I should be able to get away with. I'll make a list, if you want me to, of people who are allowed in Swanee County to argue things. Yeah, like I, like you have, like it's like old-timey stuff. Like There's like trumpets playing, and like, you have a huge scroll, and you unwind it. It just falls and hits the ground, and then like you say... Here's what I'm saying. Here, here's the tiers that, I'll give that you a people are allowed. Example. Like, you know, top tier, mid tier, low tier. I'll give you a perfect, perfect example, and I'll name drop. I don't care. Kevin Green is a was a great baseball player. He is a really great baseball coach out there at Swanee Parks and Rec. Coaches rookie ball, volunteers a ton of time. Never complains, never nothing. So if eventually Kevin gets to a point where he is now like, hey, man, I'll put more this is that. bad, right. yeah. great then somebody yeah. needs to listen and yeah. not be like, oh, Kevin, you should have to come umpire because you're complaining. Yeah. No, nah, man, I've sat here and warned this for a long time. Sure. And I'm not saying that's happening. I'm just saying if that did that's happen, a, yeah, that, yeah. he would be justified in saying something. Example, yeah. So we can't put it under this umbrella of nobody's ever allowed to complain anymore because yeah. we're losing officials. and offic Well, man, listen, being an official, I think you have to know part of it is you're going to get somebody, you're going to hear a little chirping. Yeah. And you got to be able to take Especially that. Especially in baseball. Especially in baseball. Yeah. It's part of the game. Yeah. Angel Hernandez is garbage. Everybody says it. He keeps showing up for work. Yeah. Man, that, that's a good union right there. Oh, the best Base, the baseball union has baseball got to be the Empire best union of all time. Yeah. So anyway, everybody get off my lawn. I like that. You got any more? Don't be that guy. Yeah, man. Listen, <laughs> if you're going to the gas station, okay, you pull up to the gas pumps. There's a great chance that not everybody wants to hear your music blaring. Mm. This is more of volume a get off 50. My lawn. No, this is don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that pulls up the gas pump. With your terrible sounding speakers in That's your the trunk. thing that really gets me. Yeah. And you're going to jack up whatever music. I don't care. Not everybody at the other eight pumps wants to hear that, man. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I think the thing that makes me more mad than anything else is, like you said, it's always a terrible speaker. Terrible sounding. There's a terrible speaker to that. So, so on, on the lines of terrible speakers and loud music, I was a little bit of 
being that guy when I was a little bit younger. Like I wasn't a guy that would play loud music at the gas station, but I was a guy that had two twelves in the back of his yeah, Cadillac. Yeah, my were too. And yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, I want, yeah. I want to good. showboat a little bit. You yeah, know, it's all good. Look, look Not at saying me, that. Look at me. So I, you know, I go down certain roads. I, mom and Dad always talk about they would hear me whenever I was coming home because I right. had really loud music from well, the now, Plaza to Publix and back. <laughs> well, so now. Yeah, that was a good stretch right there. You all, you had to have a roll-up song. You had to have a good song to go through that stretch. You're right about that. But now I live at, at my forever home with my wife and my dog and now my young child. And I don't know who it is, but someone goes up and down Mattress Factory. They do it on 250. And, and they, it and scares they my daughter. And it's very they loud down music. The dirt road from it's, Okay, so maybe you know who I'm talking about. But I hear it's the it a old, lot. the old uh, Suburban or Tahoe. Like the old... See, I have never actually oh, seen yeah, it. I, went, I, can't I, see the, I can't see the road from my house. Yeah, so I, have no, I'll, I hear it. But I, I I live close enough to 250 that I don't doubt that it maybe is coming from there as well. But my wife is like, what is that noise? I mean, she knows what the noise is. And but, it's terrible. It's like and, 10 and, at night all the time. But then like, I'm like, you know what? I am not allowed to be the guy that complains about this because I also was, was that, that guy. guy. So I, I deserve this a little bit. I'm sorry you have to live life with me and, and reap the benefits. You're a long way from the road too, though. I man. am, yeah. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm off of Mattress Factory. I'm, I'm away from the road, but I'm off of Mattress Factory. But I'm... I'm, you know, yeah. I don't know however many acres of pine trees away from 250. So if he's going down 250, yeah, and that's is. that's what I'm hearing. But yeah. he got some good. He he got some speakers. Oh, yeah, so I'm not allowed to complain about my that. Daughter that's what, gets that's what I'm going to get. She comes out. like jumps in my lap when she hears him coming. Well, yeah, he he's he's always around. He is creeping. Yeah, creeping. Yeah, no, that was that was it. I'm I'm done, man. All I'm right, good. so so you got two months worth of stuff off my chest. So I my, I have I have an honorary. Don't be that guy from my lovely wife. Mary Lenora Vickers, she has listened and watched way too much Gator baseball than she has ever cared to listen to or watch this year. Uh -huh. And the local broadcast is Jeff Cardoza. He's he's the color guy. Was a pitcher for UF, uh, probably around the time maybe you were nah, there. He's older than me. A little, okay, a little bit older. Yeah, but uh, he has this his catchphrase is saying when whenever anyone scores, not well, I shouldn't say anyone. When any Gator scores, he says he's a brown eyed handsome man. Oh, could be. A very ugly, very ugly blue-eyed child that scored. Yeah. But he's always a brown-eyed, handsome man. So, again, my wife has to maybe not watch because she's on TikTok, but ah. she hears. And Florida's pretty good at scoring runs, as yeah, you know. Yeah, they're very so good. So you year. hear it a lot is what I'm getting at. And yeah. so she has just become enraged where and she's like, this it. is stupid. And so one night we're sitting on the couch, and she looks at me. She goes, the next time you record a hunter – Say, don't be that guy, whatever Ooh, this dude's you're, name man, is. man, a gator. Yeah. No, don't be that guy, yeah. a gator. So, that's so, for you. So, don't be that guy. Yeah. For I her is, is I don't Jeff like, Cardoza. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Cole Hain, the new FSU guy, when FSU in football scores, he goes, touchdown, Florida State, touchdown, FSU. And, like, Ooh. nobody likes it. He's got to get something yeah. better. We, see, we, we, got a, we got a new guy as well. But he's trying, he, like, growls it. You. Yeah, it's not good. I'm not, I'm not here for growl. It's just weird to not hear what you're used to. Like, when Mick Hubert retires – the, the, the guy next guy is never going to sound as good as him. Yeah. For not quite some time, at least. So And lovable old Gene just yeah, messing up names and stuff. We miss yeah, that. Yeah. So we miss the – miss, this guy's way too professional. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> Getting things right. So my don't be that guy, especially as, a, as someone with a newborn who you need to get sleep when you can get sleep. You know what doesn't help your sleep schedule, Hunter? An emergency test broadcast that goes off oh on your my phone God. at 4.45 a.m. That was rough, wasn't it? Please don't be that guy. Well, DeSantis was ticked about that. Yeah. I mean, they were, I and he has, a, he has a small child. Somebody so got fired. You, you talked about you know your daughter jumping in your arms because of loud music. Well, I'm sure DeSantis' daughter probably came running looking for daddy yeah. at 4.45 when all these alarms go off. So somebody, somebody don't be that guy. A, somebody lost a job. Big day. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can, send out, you can sit out an apology tweet all you want. That does not... 
forgive that you for waking up bed. my baby who I had just put to sleep. That does not put just me back to bed. Just put to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. I don't know what all we missed. Like, you know, we'll we'll come back. We'll be back, guys. Maybe we're going to shoot for after the spring game. What's that give us? Two weeks? Yeah. So, okay, so don't expect anything of from us until then for two weeks. Well, give us two I weeks. I mean, Swanee-wise, you know, we'll, we'll give you an update on track and field. Yeah, because we'll be in the baseball but conference tournament. kind of there. about, you know, the end of it. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. I mean, we're man, it just flies by. It just flies by. I mean, outside of giving updates on, you know, Florida and Florida State well, with, we, with the conclusion of their softball and, and baseball seasons. That, and we got to get Coach Hall really, on yeah, the ball yeah. because we haven't had a schedule drop yet for Swanee. I've seen other teams that are playing us – drop our name but we haven't seen ours <laughs> other thing you've got until june 1st so you got another month if you want to nominate somebody for the swanee high athletic hall of fame go on faceplate facebook swanee high athletics it's on there fill it out get your nominations in june 1st deadline make it happen absolutely and it's always a really it's, it's really fun and like you've talked about in the past hunter it's neat to to read through the resumes and be like okay i know this name i know what they did i know what sports they play but it's like oh man i really don't know yeah what they did there's always you one know, that they, i don't know yeah you know, it really helps break it down so it Absolutely. just it, it's really neat to like you said in the past kind of dive into more details and what you really knew about a yeah. particular a particular name that you just know is is great with Swanee Sports. Yeah, so next time we meet, we will um, discuss the spring football game, kind of what we see, maybe some guys who have stepped up, um, new guys to watch, all that fun stuff. Obviously, the eighth graders can't play in the spring game. Mm -hmm. Transfers, if we do have any, I don't know if we do or not, but if we did have any, they can't play in the spring game. So we'll bring you what we can, see who else is out there. You know, we're going to have a lot to replace. Got to replace Jay Smith. Got to replace Brandon Robinson. Yeah. Um, Got to replace um, Coleman in the back end. So, I mean, we got a lot to replace. Yeah. So, we will see, and we will bring you up to speed. And until then, go to dogs. dogs.